Welcome back to the Darf Show. Uh, long, long time before you guys have been back in studio. I'm going to say we're the first professional team to come back, though. Uh, professional sport, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... I'm here, I'm excited to hear what you guys take. A lot has happened since the last time we were here in March. Um, like, like you what? said last night, Ryan Newman was on his deathbed. Our last show, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyle Larson was an up and coming NASCAR superstar. Yeah, and, he, he was young money. Now he's no money. Yeah, and, <laughs> and now Ryan Newman has come back from the dead, and Kyle Larson's an up and coming World of Outlaw Sprint Car star. Mm-hmm. And won two features here last week. Yeah, you did. New track record. <laughs> Peebly. A lot of shade. Hey, does that make him old money in, in uh, the world of outlaws? I, I think you're probably still closer with no money. Okay. Unless he sold those two houses he had up. Yeah. Unless he's yeah. cashed that 8.5 in. Yeah, now he's a member of the NAS camp. <laughs> he gone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean that's yeah. uh, people are picking new a new race car driver that were fans of him. I mean, I I was a a fan. I mean, he wasn't my favorite driver by no means, but I, I was a fan yeah. of him. I was too. I liked the way he drove. I mean, I liked that he let it hang out and and got after it. But it, things happen, unfortunately. You know, that eye racing was great. You know, I'm glad they did that, but it was so relaxed that i think he became a victim of a relaxed atmosphere mm-hmm. you know when you know you got your leash around your neck you know how far you can pull and that you know all around everything about it was relaxed and i just think that yeah you know he became a victim of that yeah you know and i think i, I don't disagree at all and i don't think he's a he's a horrible guy um no I he's think, human i think bubba wallace said it best when they talked about the conversation he said he had with him and bubba said you know even though we were picking on Bubba here before we went on air, but Bubba said he told Kyle, if it's not in your vocabulary, it's not a it's not a concern. It's not gonna come out. And I think there is I think that's something mm-hmm. that I took out of it in the sense of really thinking about what words are in my vocabulary that might be in the you know, it, in certain contexts wouldn't be right. And you know, if they're not in your vocabulary, you don't have to worry about it. And I think I think there's a lot of truth to that. I, I agree with you. You know, if if you never use it, it's never gonna slip out. Right. I just you know nascar and chip ganassi you know they've been taking a lot of the blame but i'm really not sure why because they really didn't have a choice you know chip you know there's credit one bank mcdonald's and all those sponsors have invested millions of dollars in kyle larson they all leave him and then everybody's pointing the blame at nascar saying boycott nascar for all this stuff which i think is wrong well that's becoming the american way now let's not blame the guy doing the wrong let's blame everybody punishing the guy that did the wrong because i guarantee if i was a team owner in nascar i'd have done the same exact thing i I agree a hundred percent you know you got all those companies sponsors and all that you know what are you going to do i mean but his large sprint car sponsors also pulled out mm -hmm. and that has nothing to do with nascar right right so and and just to throw it out there as you guys kind of talk about it i think that's a point that a lot of people have missed he has the money right now to be able to go race world of outlaws but there isn't there isn't a ton of sponsors lining up to be on his sprint car too Mm -hmm. and i think some people who are just nascar fans or you know 
even some dirt fans i don't think realize what it costs to run a true world of outlaws you know or, or talking lucas oil late model or sprint car team to travel the series to have the cars and equipment needed you need sponsors yeah i mean this idea that oh he's he's kyle larson he's got all this money he can just he doesn't have to worry about it he can just go run you still need backing mm-hmm. yeah and you know that money's no longer coming in like it was yeah and you know time heals all wounds i mean i think if he wants to because you know he preached for the last race season i'm just gonna make enough money when i that i can race and i'm done with nascar yeah. i mean if he chooses to i think he can work his way back but i you know it's not going to be you know into this year or next year i don't even think the year before mm-hmm. you know and i think he'll have to work his way from the trucks back up yeah i, I think he will be back at nascar at some point i mean the right situation is going to mm-hmm. come along you know with a high profile team whether it be Stuart haas or somebody like that to maybe run some xfinity races possibly and kind of work your way back up like the point you made i think or in a year or two we have another ryan newman situation and they're like hey come in here and re-. and that yep. will ease him back into that nascar spotlight as he's just filling in mm-hmm. and then that might open some doors mm-hmm. for him so i want to i want to twist you guys on this this topic and take you in a whole different direction with it because obviously you know larson did his thing he's out of the car out of the 42 but we see the return of a former nascar champion who i'll i'll input my little thought here but who i think even though i was never a kenseth fan whatsoever because him and stewart i was a stewart fan they battled i couldn't stand matt kenseth but who i felt like was pushed out of nascar way too early in his career Mm -hmm. so on the silver lining side i understand if kyle larson's listening he didn't think this is a silver lining but it's really nice to see kenseth back competing in nascar They offered it to Carl Edwards first, though, mm-hmm. and he and th- that is probably the biggest mystery in NASCAR is his abrupt exit and his refusal to come back. Yeah. There's know, something that's going yes. on that I don't know if he was injured and didn't want to tell no mm-hmm. one, or he just became fearful that he was going to get it. because I think Junior's situation opened up some people's eyes. Mm-hmm. And I've said before, if you read his last book about his concussions. It is unreal the things he went through that no one knew. I mean, everyone knows now, but mm-hmm. did not know at all. I'd still like to read that that book. Yeah, I've seen that. But and, and the Edward thing that amazes me is he he's not even done like promotion. I mean, in the yeah. sense of he's not been drugged back out at the Daytona 500 to go through all the stuff. I mean, like he has totally cut himself off. You know, like yes. Junior's not racing, but he's obviously still very involved in the you know broadcasting. And but even if you're not doing that. You know, it's like at the Super Bowl. Every former NFL player gets rolled out at the Super Bowl to yeah. to prop some product or do something. Edwards is just – I mean, he vanished off yes. the face. But, it, oh, go ahead. You go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, I was really shocked when the announcement came that Kenseth was coming back. I mean, I had to read it. You know, I thought it was like a satire site, you know, and I was like, surely, you know. Then it was reported on NASCAR.com. I was like, well, heck, that's going to be interesting, but – See, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I thought someone's, that was the wishful, last someone's wishful thinking, mm-hmm. and they, they've typed this in, and they're going to run with it. Yeah, because uh, at first I was thinking, well, you know, that leaves the door open for Ross Chastain because he's under contract with Ganassi. But I got to thinking, well, you know, he's still running Xfinity Series full-time, and you can only race for points in one months, series, yes. and he's already committed to his team at College Racing, and, yeah. you know, he, they can't really – can't really do that to them it'd be unfair so yeah 
but like Dustin said, it's good to see Matt back. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan, but you know what he's doing, you know, just the short time he's been back, he's been kind of impressive. You know, that very first race, he's gotten a couple uh, incidents here in the last two races, but you know, he had the best interview the other night too. Yes. Yeah. Said his mask looked like a sports bra or something. Yeah. Like yeah. That. I bet, but all of it was, yeah. was very good. I, yeah. I think he, uh, I was never a fan either. I liked his first name, but outside of that, uh, well, yeah. that's kind of what's turned me off from the get. Oh, was it? Yeah, <laughs> that, but, you know, that's that's why I like Maddie D too. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, it jumped off right there. But <laughs> you know, that I'm named Dustin. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, just <laughs> just Ricky Roller Junior. <laughs> Uh, yeah so racing has come back though so let's jump into that a little bit here we we saw um the first two races there at darlington great races Mm -hmm. and and i want to ask you guys this you know because i got the pleasure of um of interviewing chase briscoe there beforehand and and you know him talking about the idea of coming back cold after being off for two months not being in a car um no qualifying no practice jump in the car and start how difficult do you guys think that would be as a driver especially you're talking darlington you're not talking you know ride around and just keep it on the loud pedal this is darlington i'd been a nervous wreck you know you haul off into turn one and it's a car length or a car width and a half wide at best and you know if it was at a wider track maybe i mean you'd still get the jitters but place like darlington that was i couldn't imagine what they was thinking i guess my take on that is the people that don't say race car drivers are not Mm athletes they're not athletes need to pay attention to that those guys sit out for two months Mm -hmm. all of them climbed right down in the car and went right back to what they do you know they the muscle memory was still there so i'm sure they were doing things that kept them involved you Mm -hmm. know like when bloomquist got hurt you know he built that shock on his steering wheel to get him back used to to you know turning the car i'm sure all those guys have that and you know sat in the simulators and you know got their mind focused back you know that's what i was going to mention you know a lot of them was doing the eye racing deal you know it's not seat time in an actual race car but you're still getting those reps in you know you're kind of doing the same deal you know you're steering and all that so it kind of probably kept them in the zone and it, that's think. hard because Dustin let me try his, and I was ready to throw it out in the driveway before I went home. So you know, I, and I really have no interest to sit back down at it. So. It's oh, tough. Well, whatever. We'll get a we'll get a Saturday that instead of us putting dollars on virtual horses, we'll uh, we'll be putting dollars on lap times over there. So it's fun. Which was your favorite Darlington race, the first one or the second one? I would say the first one, just because the excitement of it coming back. Yeah, I might. Yeah, hear. I mean, both were great, but the first one for me me and my brother were texting back and forth and uh i kind of grinned he we were probably 30 laps in and watching that race and he sends me a text he says believe it or not this is actually entertaining mm-hmm. and i said it actually is you know mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time it was yeah. it almost felt like old nascar my anticipation you know i got up that sunday morning and i was like you know this feels like the daytona 500 yeah. you know nascar has been off for over two months and you know that's kind of the off season right there over the winter like well heck we're gonna go racing today can't yeah. wait so pretty excited and i you know going to charlotte now though i'm gonna throw a kudos out to the governor 
of the state when he declared that there were condos down there in the corner mm-hmm. were homes and he or no one else could keep them out of their homes yep. and that allowed them you know because mm-hmm. i'm sure those aren't cheap no i doubt it so there were race fans at charlotte yeah a few yeah. very yeah. few but there were still some there yeah well you know michael walter went in the one to do yeah. interviews and you know there were eight or ten in yeah. each one so yeah. that's uh so I want to go back here real quick just to rewind because, you know, now friend of, uh, of you know, Thirsty Goat Entertainment, but you asked what the best race at Darlington was. And personally, I have to say it was the last one. And that's when Briscoe and yeah. Kyle Bush did battle. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about the, I know you yeah. were. Yeah, but, but I'm, I, I, I'm, I agree, I'm pulling honey. the sprint card game again. I know I'm you are. Bringing it around. I'm bringing it around. <laughs> but I haven't forgot how you tricked me last night. So, that's, but that was, uh, I, number one, obviously people I'm sure have heard, you know, prayers for Chase and Marissa Briscoe and, you know, the whole thing that, that they've gone through with losing their first child. And I can't even imagine. And, you know, seeing what he put out, he finds out in the infield of Darlington when the rain's coming down on Tuesday, trying to mentally prepare himself to go get in that race car. And, and then to come out Thursday night and, you know, he'd ran well all night long, had been up front leading, <clears throat> and you start counting down those laps. And I just knew, I mean, you, when you start watching those times and Bush just kept clicking it and clicking it and clicking, it, and you knew you were going to get there. And personally, and I'd love to hear you guys' take on it, I think that was Chase's cup moment in the sense of, you know, I, I think there's always those, those questions that surround guys in Xfinity or the truck series that have success. Can they cut it in cup? I think that was his moment to prove are you going to back off are you going to make mistakes are you going to fight for this and and i have to say he impressed me more than i've and i'm a fan but he's he impressed me even more with that whole deal with with uh bush the other night yeah that was probably the most impressive race i've seen him you know bush passed him going into one on the last lap and he just freaking let her rip on the high side and you know then it take no for an answer and he come out on top i'm gonna put a few toes on my soapbox that i'm saving for later <laughs> yeah because yeah yeah just just hold yeah just hold off but go ahead i think kyle bush in the truck and xfinity series is kind of like bloomquist with the local guys they carry such an aura about them that when you realize oh my gosh that's kyle bush the guys in in truck and xfinity mess up just because you know anybody else could pressure like kyle does and and i think they can do it but when they start realizing okay this is kyle the winningest guy in this series mm-hmm. you know so i'm gonna mess up because it's kyle i don't want to wreck him so you know i'll end up wrecking myself trying to stay off him they drive more conservatively yes immediately as soon as they realize it's him and i don't think chase has that i don't <laughs> think you can rattle chase I don't need and it. i think that was the whole deal was like i don't care who you are i'm winning this freaking thing yeah. and that was that was why I think he did win, and because you know Kyle went to the fence, and Chase didn't care, you know. And in those lower classes, no one does that to Kyle. You know, he knows I'm gonna give him a nose, or I'll swerve up toward the door, and they're gonna give it to me. And Chase is like, "Not happening, brother." No, I'll you know, bounce so. off the wall, and I'm I'm riding you. Yeah. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. So, but and I agree that was his cut moment. That was, and teams need to look at that and say, <laughs> this kid handles 
you know, like a diamond under pressure there. And, and again, and I'm not, I'm not trying to keep bringing up that situation, but he's riding with the emotions that he admitted there in the post-race interview. I was balling. He said, yeah. my crew chief is trying to remind me to focus. I'm balling in the yeah. car to, to deal with that emotion. And you've got Bush. Like he had everything set up to fail at that moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and no one would have, no one would have questioned him. No one would have judged him. But to rise to that occasion, and I agree with you, I, I think you hit the nail on the head with them making that mistake, and to watch him do that, and, and I'll be honest, when you watch, and I know we're going to get into a little bit more of the, the Bush and Elliott stuff here in a, in later, but when you watched Kyle in the pits after that race, he was shocked. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. I'm pissed off, it wasn't. I've got an issue. It was he saved that for the truck race the other night. Yeah, but <laughs> but like he was on pit lane, just like jaw down, just like did that kid really just do that to me? And because that was the coolest. Xfinity thing. drivers yeah. don't drive him like right. that, no. and that's what I loved. I yeah. love, and you got you got him right there over the pit wall, and you got Chase out there, and you know, and I, I got to again. I know I'm a huge fan, so I it it people can be upset with me pushing him but how can you live in this area of indiana and not i be a fan? i don't need i don't know but you, know, you questioned me that with stewart and you know but stewart went down so many different avenues to get where he's at you know and chase you know he went from you know racing locally to to this you know oh and, absolutely but you know it's just like I, I got on his website the other day and i i love it you know he's got the the blessed t-shirt which is that the kneeling he does after he gets out when he prays after a win um, and he's got two t-shirts for sale right now on his website the blessed one and one called roots that is just his driver plate his briscoe with the indiana flag and mitchell underneath it yeah. like that kid has not forgotten where he comes mm-hmm, from no. what he's doing and, and again i i just have to say as great as what has happened here in the last few days with bush has happened watching his face when he couldn't figure out how briscoe just beat him that was worth a million dollars yeah, yeah. Oh, i agree and it, it, that was all the races combined that was the best race just mm-hmm. for the emotion behind that win and like you said he had every excuse in the world he could use to fail that night and he refused to fail and you know prevailed there and that, that's amazing he had every reason not to climb in the car oh amen before right. the yeah. race started right. no one would have questioned that either you know and i, I think you just see i think and a lot of people sometimes think that Chase has had a, a silver spoon upbringing, but when you know him, you know that's not mm-hmm. true. And, um, you know, to see him kind of get that win was just – it's it's a cool situation to watch a kid succeed, and, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, you listen to Brenton Gotti when he's here the other night. His relationship with Chase is just – Chase is another cat from Mitchell. Yeah. You know, that, that's what – he's not, you know – chase briscoe and neon lights he's just chase you know that races race cars well and like i said when i did my interview with him for throttled up the the funniest thing was and i didn't put it out there it was off the air but i'd thrown out the idea of trying to find some some kevin briscoe film and him doing one of the reaction pieces like what i did with huddy and and um tater off the air like he didn't even care about talking about him and nascar he's like if you can find wins of dads let's do this like yeah he he doesn't he's not forgotten at all it's not chase briscoe nascar driver xfinity driver he's still kevin briscoe's son richard you know briscoe's grandson and he's from mitchell indiana yeah and he's got a family that's manufactured at home so it ain't like you know they were living in mansions Mm -hmm. no and and sold my family a manufactured home right that's where it all started so let's jump in we do go to charlotte 
we talked before we went on air and uh i'll have the guts to say it that i fell asleep before the end of it i thought that from daytona being race one to that one was the worst race mm -hmm. nascar has done yet still appreciative that they they did it and they ran the whole 600 la or 600 miles because they could have shortened it you know for the situation but mm -hmm. i'm appreciative of that but that just wasn't the race i expected it to be yeah i mean i i usually try to defend nascar but i mean like you said with everything's going on they got to race that's great but it put me to sleep and not very many races anymore do that to me but but i think i started the race out disappointed because if you're a race fan mm -hmm. that is the best day ever <laughs> because monica, monica right. starts at 2 a.m yep mm -hmm. and then you get a small break cook you some lunch in that small break and then you got the indy 500 mm -hmm. then you got another small break and then the coke 600 at mm -hmm. nighttime so i mean you get you're watching you know all kinds of laps that day yeah. and you know when you had nothing all day and then the coke 600 it's not the the atmosphere was gone yeah just wasn't near the same at all and and I just got to say this. I mean, I when I look at Charlotte, and I know the history there. And I during the rain delay, I think at Darlington, the rain delay. I watched the whole the making of the Great American Race or whatever that was on FS1. That was a great documentary about Charlotte and what they did. But it, I just struggle with those normal, just line them up racetracks. I mean, I I do. I mean, even. They, I know we've talked on here back in March. Daytona Talladega I struggle with anymore with the restrictor plate stuff. Like, That's why I love Darlington and happy they're going to Bristol and Martinsville and Charlotte when it's the Roval. Like, seeing these guys in different situations and, and unique tracks, I think, is what is so exciting. I, I agree with that. Yeah. The only thing in that race that was exciting, I'm glad Clinton didn't get hurt, but that was horrendous crash into yeah, the wall was, that was bad and you know that kind of made you interested for a minute and then when i woke up the next morning and uh jimmy johnson went from second to 40th <laughs> yeah he had a he had a, a tough time yeah after you the know, race that uh so you know i spent a little time researching that like holy cow you know because he looked pretty strong and mm -hmm. i was actually worried about our bet because i said he wouldn't win a race this year and, <laughs> and I was like, he might pull it off you know so <laughs> bone in for you buddy <laughs> <laughs> so and then when i wake up and i check and it had him at 40th i'm like we're good you know yeah. so, and the media's starting to worry you know they're posting 102 races since his last win mm -hmm. so that's just crazy though i mean oh, yeah. 2017 or whatever it is since he's won a or last won a race I, that's that's unbelievable and is it, this the second year him and canals haven't been together yes mm -hmm. okay and it makes you wonder, you know, Daryl Walterboy said, which I think he did, you don't stick around too long. And I think, and Jimmy's a great race car You know, you guys know I'm not a fan of his, but he, he is a great race car mm -hmm. driver. You don't, and I, I know, and I'm not a fan either, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you don't win seven championships and not be able to drive a car. You're exactly let's right. Let's just, let's settle that debate mm -hmm. now, whether you think it was whatever, the points, whatever you want yeah. to argue, you don't win that much and not be a great driver but i think he has definitely pushed the envelope beyond capacity of i think i can keep doing this because and and you brought up canals the chemistry there does not work right now and i i kind of wish hendrick would open his eyes and say this ain't working let's start you know inputting some different personnel until we find something that clicks better than what we have 
And I think that's something that's missed in NASCAR a lot. And I like what you just said there with Hendrick looking at it because I think you look at the most the, the most dominating and most successful uh, duos. You know, even when you're talking drivers, it's not just the driver. There are very few drivers that have had the extended success that they haven't had a great crew chief with them. I mean, yes. you go back, you know, Gordon and Ray Evernham, um, Stewart and Zippy. I mean, you go down the Earnhardt list. and McReynolds. Yeah, mm-hmm. you go down the yeah. list. It's a, it's you have to have that. Darrell Walter and Jeff Hammond. Yes, yeah. I mean that's what I mean. When you start looking at the best of the best, it's not just you know one side. And, and you know we brought up Junior earlier. I think he's a great point. Junior really never found that crew chief to fit with him. You know he bumped bounced around with the the Yuris yeah. and and all over the place. They constantly kept changing. And I think that's something that hurts him you know maybe running for a championship at some point he never had consistency he could never find that guy that fit with him the right way well with Earnhardt I think the fans and Ben Shelton said best last night sometimes race fans you know eat the sport worse than anybody does and Junior was never ever let out of his dad's shadow he never got to do you know Tony Stewart got to be Tony Stewart you know, Jeff Gordon got to be Jeff Gordon. You know, Kyle Busch is Kyle Busch. Dale Earnhardt Jr. never got to be Dale. Agree with that. You know, mm-hmm. They were too close. They held him. This was your dad. You got to be like him, you know. And I think part of that was the age and them racing together because I don't think Chase Elliott faces that. No. I he, think, don't get me wrong, I think his popularity has risen because he's Bill Elliott's son. Mm-hmm. But he, he never raced with Bill. But it's not that yeah. same aspect of what Junior faced with with his dad i i don't think at yeah. least and his popularity is even higher now with what happened <laughs> you know past couple of races so. uh-oh <laughs> soapbox is getting a huge <laughs> huge chase elliott fan i've always liked the boy but i respect him more now honestly he's finally got some balls i've always been a fan of the one finger wave but i love that thing now <laughs> and man. i and i'll be the first to admit let's just get into it here but um, okay um <laughs> I'm, I love Kyle Busch. I mean, I'm a Kyle Busch fan as well. And, and don't get me wrong. I don't think he's innocent. I don't think he's always right. But I'm a Kyle Busch fan. I love watching him race. He, he's exciting. I think he's good for the sport. But and I've never been an Elliott fan. I've said that on here. Yeah. I'm throttled up. I, I, I think he's overrated. I think. But you know what? For the first time when that happened and he got out of the car and walked up and it, you know, kind of perked me up a little bit because it was a little bit of a little tony stewart throwback moment mm-hmm. thought we might get a helmet toss yeah i was really yeah. hoping yeah <laughs> um, but or your heel protectors or something <laughs> yeah. yeah i thought something was going flying but he walks up and gives him the one finger wave the whole way around and i agree with you that was the first time that i went all right this dude this dude's not a golden spoon kid mm-hmm. this dude's a race car driver yeah. mm-hmm. and he's gonna go mm-hmm. well that just told me I, it was something we, we'd see on the front stretch of brownstown mm-hmm. yeah you know he went that if NASCAR preaches grassroots and 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 I'm so glad the safety guy allowed him to g- express himself. Me mm-hmm. too, because mm-hmm. I thought he was going to pull him back. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I was like, he's not going to, you know. And, and again, you know, NASCAR let the boys be boys. Mm-hmm. And I thought, don't do that to him. Let him. He needs this moment. Yeah, and and Kyle deserved that. Yeah, you and, know. And again, this is going to sound dumb, and it's not the same level, but that was for me and again people are gonna go oh my gosh you can't even compare that to me that was elliot's cup moment is yeah. what i just yeah. said is briscoe's cup moment i get elliot's won and he's had success and he's had polls and he's been in cup but 
that was the first time when I thought he wasn't a daddy's boy that just got just was handed this opportunity yes. to get here that I went, this dude wants to win championships yep. and he wants to race. This isn't about, I'm just here because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I want to race and I, I'm going to get after it. And, you know, I know Kyle's excuse could be a legitimate excuse. You know, he thought Chase was carrying momentum, more momentum past him. And, you know, he's watching Harvey Kenny's rearview mirror and thought, I'll tuck in. And I don't like Kyle Busch either. I think everyone that knows me knows that. But he is the king of the side draft. Oh, absolutely. So you're not going to mm-hmm. tell me he wasn't doing all he could to slow Chase down? Absolutely. That's why I didn't 100% buy that excuse. Because he did everything he could to pull him back and then turned up. And it, he didn't clip him. I mean, there was a foot of his front end up. I mean, he was thought to the back tire. Yeah. You know. You know, if there's people saying he done it intentionally, you know, if you're going to wreck somebody intentionally, don't hook somebody on the front straightaway, the fastest part of the track. That's why I was the first but it was, one. It was a middle of the front straightaway. Well, you know, if you're going to do it, do it in the corner or something yeah. like that. But I, I don't think it was intentional no. either. But I think he is such a competitor. He's like, I will force myself mm-hmm. myself in here no matter mm-hmm. what. No, I don't think he wanted to wreck him, but I think he wanted to get him loose yeah. and maybe up into the wall yeah. and, and be able to drive yeah. by him. And, yeah and which at that point of the race you know getting down to the end oh yeah it's gloves off yeah and i think this is if there was one thing i could say about kyle and I, i again i am a fan because he drives the way i like to see guys drive he lets it hang out and he goes he's gotta have the other side of not whining that's the problem i have he whines when everybody else mm-hmm. drives him like that but he drives that way and i know there's probably somebody going to listen to this and say, but you just said you're a Stewart fan. He was the world's worst about it. And he, I, he didn't want, he was pissed. That's there, there, the difference. difference. That's yeah. what I was going to say. In yes. my experience, he walked off like you go back to the Logano. I'm going to bust his ass. I mean, yeah. that, it's not, well, he shouldn't be driving me like that. And I'm blah, blah, blah. It was, I'll bust his ass. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I agree. That is the 100% difference is I can't believe you drove me like that. I'm Kyle Bush. And Tony was. We'll take care of this. Yeah. You drive Come me like see that, me in my trailer. Fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll meet out back at the haulers, and then you know, we'll decide it out. Yeah. You know, and I, I a hunt, and that's my big downfall on Kyle. He is a great race car driver. Oh God, yeah. But he needs to hire a PR guy, and just run scenario interviews by him, and let him hear how he sounds. You know, because he's letting his off-track interviews outweigh his talent on the racetrack mm-hmm. that's why everybody's talking about him as his stuff off track yeah. you know they're not recognizing how talented he is. i mean i mean he's obviously talented yeah. but people you know what i mean they're they're taking the bad interviews and because i was getting ready to give that. him the kudos when he my fault i made a mistake oh my god you know this is good and then they ask how do you think that you know elliot's t- you know camp feels about this which was kind of a stupid question too it but, was yeah but but they got to ask take it. the high road and be like well you know if this was my yeah. camp and it was done to me this is how i would feel about mm-hmm. it i don't know you got to ask them and he goes yeah. right back to that you know butthole arrogancy mm-hmm. and you know and again going, going back to stewart not just trying to defend stewart in this deal but if stewart got asked that stupid question Stewart's response wouldn't be smart ass towards the other team. He just said, That's the dumbest damn question yeah. I've ever been asked. Yeah. Who in the hell lets you in here on a media path? Mm-hmm. He would have went after them and just told them, I'm not answering that question. Is that stupid? And I, the fans mm-hmm. would have went crazy. Yes, because he just said, I'm sure they're pissed off and yeah. don't like what happened, but I'm not getting into it. And 
so that was the difference too Stewart again I know some people are going to disagree but I never saw Stewart as a whiner I saw him as he was emotional don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. And he was not perfect, but Bush just constantly seems like he's... I think where he looked the worst this week, and of course we ain't seen the night yet, but was after Chase beat him in the trucks, and he jerked his helmet bag open and and chunked on his ball Mm -hmm. cap and threw his helmet in the bag and walked off and did not interview. I mean, he finished second. Mm -hmm. There was no interview from him and was in a full-blown pout that someone beat him. Mm Mm-hmm. He's that confident when he runs those lower classes, I'm going to win. And, you know, he could have said, I'm glad, you know, hey, $100,000 going to charity because of the bounty. You know, there's so many positives. He could have turned that on and people thought, man, that was cool of of Mm -hmm. him. But he became five. Do you think they'll say, you know, your son acts more mature after a loss than than Kyle Bush does. I mean, do you think he's got like a song he's written like F U Chase? Because he's been beaten by Chase <laughs> twice in the yeah. last Elliot and Briscoe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He's probably having nightmares with them announcing yeah. Chase. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I was standing in the middle of my living room <laughs> clapping my hands like I was standing like glued to the TV because you know, Kyle started gaining in. I'm like, you know, is this where Elliot says, Guess what? It's payback time. Mm-hmm. And then Kyle messed up a little bit and started losing ground and I was so glad you know that he isn't you know the guy that cannot be beat mm-hmm. i also love and i got to give him some credit too because i talked about the one finger wave but him to do the bow afterwards oh, elliot yeah, I was to give there the too. bow yeah, yeah. I, that was, that's a, that's yeah. another that, one where it's just yes and he did it exact so you know that had been practiced oh yeah yeah, yeah it wasn't it, it was like i'm being stupid does this yeah he had you know, this is how Kyle does it because I mean it was perfect, you know, for that. And then that little grin afterwards oh, at yeah. the camera that was that was awesome. Yeah, and I, I, shout out to Kevin Harvick and and I apologize I can't remember the other fifty thousand donated. Uh, Marcus Lemonis. Yes, with, uh, yes, Camping, Camping World, World. Or yes, Gander Mark, Outdoors or whatever. Oh, the profit, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, that was awesome. You know that they found a way to raise some money for charity and mm-hmm. you know i think there's a whole lot of people rooting for elliot that night yep. because of that all right i'm going to uh gonna let us kind of step aside here and we'll call this segment matt's soapbox oh yeah i've yeah. almost done it all now we well, stayed on him <laughs> but i know you got more i just don't think but wait there's more <laughs> you know every time i bring up the fact of i'm tired of kyle bush racing Oh, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, this yeah, is you. all on you. I, I, I'm, Matt Soapbox. You know, I always say I'm, I'm tired of Bush racing in the lower classes. And, uh, you know, Nathan's used the excuse, and other people I talk to you about it is, well, it puts fans in the stands. There ain't no fans in the stands, man, and he's still showing up and running. You know, no other sports on TV, so we're going to watch this stuff that's been on for the last week. So I didn't see any need for Kyle Bush to be there. And... Uh, he's taken racing opportunities away from up-and-coming drivers he's taken money away from low funding teams in the lower classes and i just i don't see a need in the sport for him to hog that money because let's put kyle bush back in the truck series trying to get to xfinity and dale earnhardt decided to go down well i'm gonna run this series every opportunity they allow Mm -hmm. me to how would he feel about that talk about a whine yeah. You know, he's taking money out of my pocket. You know, my race team can't – you know, they talked, and I, I'm going to need some help. Who finished second to him 
in the Xfinity race. Mm, I, I don't know. know. But I, they talked the whole race. He's finished second like seven times, never been able to win. If Kyle Busch was not in that race, he would have had his first ever NASCAR win. Yeah. And that's my huge soapbox is quit taking the money. I think if you want to go down there and run, you get half the purse. You get half of what you're supposed to. Yeah. You get There should be a penalty for you if you, you know, that'd be like, you know, at Indianapolis Colt going down and say, hey, I'm going to play out for Alabama this weekend because I'm, I'm off. You know, I I think it truly is. Or, I, I don't know, you know, it's just, I think it's ridiculous. No, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. You know, that, yeah, you can run. If you win, you get, or wherever you finish, you're going to have to purse. So here's one thing I would throw out with that, because I, I do have a counterpoint to you I'm going to bring up. But first, you made me think about it there when you said, you know, running for half the purse. Should those guys that drop down, talking about a Kyle Bush? Should we continue this idea of what Marcus Lemonis and Kevin Harvick did? And you can go down and run for it, but it's got to be donated to charity. Oh, let them run for the full purse if it's That's that. what I mean. Yeah. Let yes. them run for the full purse, but it goes to a charity of your choice if yeah. you're dropping down. Because you've got That's... the opportunity on Sundays to make the money. Yeah. Because here's my counterpoint, and I'm going to argue. If Briscoe's win is over Noah Grixon at, at uh, uh, Darlington, I don't think I'm sitting here saying it's a cup moment. No, it, you're you're exactly right. But is there another driver deserving to sit in a race car in a in a? I mean, that's the developmental series. Is no, I don't disagree. I and I know where Kyle you're coming Bush from. Kyle Busch is taking a seat from a guy. I mean, those are hard to get, and the hard, farther up you go, the harder they are to get. And I don't disagree with that. That's just I do think there are moments where. You know, kudos to NASCAR for limiting, limiting yes. the because used to it was whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. But I think we need to pull the reins back more, you know. I think they're what? Is it five truck races and maybe seven Xfinity races now? But, but how I many mean, truck races are in a season? I mean, that's a short season yeah, anyway. Like 22, I think. Yeah. But he's getting all of them out of the way now. So. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> – Yeah. But I just – I guess I'm looking for the little guy. Mm-hmm. Or the, the race team, you know, that could use that first place money. Mm-hmm. Or if Kyle isn't in there, gets to bump up one position. And, you know, I was glad Chase Elliott won. And I kind of look like a, a hypocrite because he's a NASCAR driver, but he's not constantly dropping down. Right. That was his first truck race in forever. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, they pre- he's got 97 win, 97, you know, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you. T- you know, if you take Peyton Manning in his prime and you let him go play for IU, he's going to look like a complete stud. Yeah. You know, that's... It's just a double-edged sword when yeah. it comes to all this. I mean, there's not really going to be a perfect situation. But he can beat but, up on the little guys, yeah. but he can't hit his ass in, in you know, cup right yeah. now. Yeah, struggling in cup I, I know, sure. you know, I have yeah. to root for him because he's. I got him in, in mine and Dustin's <laughs> league and... <laughs> That was a waste. <laughs> and I just did it so Dustin couldn't have him. That's a true amen my line. No, that's 100% I accurate. picked him so Dustin could not have him. That's the only reason I picked him. Oh. Hey, can I just give a, another shout-out here? And I know we're making this like the, the Briscoe breakdown, but leading the Xfinity points right yeah. now, too. Two wins out of six starts, three <clears throat> top fives, and four top tens. Man, you can't. 
He, I think he's the only repeat winner right now. Yeah, yeah. The only repeat winner currently. So, man, uh, look out, Kyle. When he's up there, you'll be mm-hmm. dropping another spot in the standings. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. all right. Th- thank you for giving me that moment. No, you're good. I wanted to. Um, I appreciated it. I actually tried to have a special graphic for it called Matt's Rant, but uh, some things <laughs> like fell that. through there at the end. <laughs> I like uh, that. Maybe a weekly segment uh, oh. giving you the Matt's Rant. So. It, it, it might help my blood pressure because I can get some stuff <laughs> off my chest that way, you know. That's uh, and I, you know, I, I do feel kind of bad because I know Kyle is, is Nathan's guy, but I just, you know, the other great big heavy hitters in NASCAR, they go down there, but it's very rarely. Yeah. I don't you, disagree with that at all. Not trying to make a yeah. second career out of it. I just, yeah. you know, if he didn't have his truck team, you know, I don't think he would hardly race it at all. Again, though, that is some excellent equipment. Mm-hmm. That why don't you put a scout out and send find me somebody that will be a superstar? Yeah. Because you know there's nothing on that truck, second class. I mean nothing. Not right. even a washer behind a, a nut is yeah. is second class on that on that truck right there. All right, let's move on to our favorite segment: hot takes. Uh oh. And right. I do have something new tonight since our food debates kind of ran dry i almost forgot how we did this quick um i've only got a couple questions but we're going to move into something off the racetrack here just a second but my first hot take for you is we talked earlier matt kenseth comes back into the 42 car uh, replacing kyle larson does he make the race for the chase yes no all right, why? I just want to see more out of Ganassi. I mean, he could luck into a fuel mileage race, restrictor plate race, something like that. I mean, later on down the road, maybe. But I think Matt is a one and done. I think after this year, he he will. He's not going to race continuously. I mean, so I think if he's going to do it, it's just, it, I I don't think he will win a race, but I think he will run consistent enough that he can abolish those top, four, you know, those four, first four races he didn't race, yeah. and I think he'll be a fifteenth or sixteenth place going into the the chase. Yeah, because that is a good point. I mean, he's going to have to run well enough to make up for the races that yeah. he's missed, and if he gets in the top thirty in points and wins a race, and he's automatically in. But I mean, he could do it but i just want to see more out of that team before they made the kyle bush exemption you know he wouldn't have been eligible mm-hmm. but you know now he is so kurt bush is running good It'd be very but, good you know i want to see more out of the 42 team right now so you're documenting that he said no i said yes i i am i am okay now we we did say nascar was the for, first sport to come back but also ufc has made a return mm-hmm. and uh got a little bit of ufc action so let's let's go back to our buddy kyle bush and chase elliott if we put chase. the two of them in the octagon who comes out now here's the tale of the tape this is interesting i just looked it up i wasn't for sure kyle bush six foot one 185 chase elliott six foot 145 who comes out of the octagon chase 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 is from Georgia, man. Yeah, Kyle's from Las Vegas. 
He'd sling, and you know what? He'd if, sling Kyle around like a dirty dish rag. I think if Kyle would have been in a few more <laughs> fights in his life, he might not be so mouthy. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I'm going back. I understand that Chase has had a good week and, you know, ruffled some feathers, but I don't know that Chase was probably in a whole lot of fights growing up with Wild Bill as your dad. So uh, he just, he, to me, he puts off the persona that he could carry himself. Okay, mm-hmm. so does Chase, does Chase have any brothers? Not that I know of. Then I'm saying so. Kyle Busch because Kurt and him had to have fought the whole time they grew up, and I'm going to say Kyle takes takes Chase in the octagon. We'll, we'll never know. Yeah. So to and oh, one. we may. It just may not be an octagon. <laughs> it might be tonight. It, Who may, knows? <laughs> it may be happening right now in the front stretch of Charlotte. <laughs> but but Kurt ain't the toughest guy, so. No. He's a, just he's ask a, Jimmy Spencer. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I think he ran and hid from Jimmy at, at Bristol, yeah. if I remember yeah. right. Yeah. Because Jimmy would whip both of them in the, in the yeah. argument at the same time. <laughs> I do agree with that, 110%. Yeah. They didn't call him Mr. Excitement yeah. for nothing. So at, uh, I miss Jimmy Spencer. Oh, me. I, remember his rant on TV when they let him? Which oh, one? Yeah. <laughs> no, he had a segment. He had a yeah. segment on the old. It wasn't Race Hub then. It was the old it Race was, Show. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, because he would throw in the crying towel. Remember he? Yeah. So I'm going to have to bring yeah. a crying towel now. <laughs> like so this I, week in nascar or something yeah. like that yeah yeah you know, he had the crying t- he awarded it to somebody yeah. every week here that uh all right coming out of covid 19 and quarantine here nascar starting back up obviously we've seen three cup series races where are you guys on who the champion is going to be this year who are, who are we thinking wins the championship and have your thoughts changed who did I even pick? Yeah, that's what I said. I was getting ready to ask. I, I can't remember what our predictions were. I think I didn't we pick Denny Hamlin. We had the same champion. I think so. Yeah. Our final four was different, but I think we yeah. both picked. We Hamlin. had one off in the final four, yeah. but I I do think we both picked Hamlin. I had Chase Elliott in the final four, and you had somebody different. I am nervous about Hamlin now. Yeah. Be, you know he just won you know since yeah. covid but when he rolls out on the racetrack and and his tungsten yeah. falls out you know he loses all the ballast in the car mm-hmm. and now he's losing three crew very important crew members mm-hmm. for what three or four weeks yeah three yeah three or four. Oh yeah i forgot nathan typed his out yeah <laughs> so nathan had in the championship four he had chase elliott kyle bush denny hamlin kevin harvick with Hamlin as your champion, and you had Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Truex, Keselowski with Hamlin as the champion. I will. I'll still stand with my four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident right now. Truex makes me nervous because I think the wheels are falling off that team. Yeah, which I actually think Toyota is in a struggle right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I think they've. I think they were so much better than ford and chevy the last couple years i don't think they kept up with the times yes and i think now it's biting them yeah because they are and you can almost hear the panic in their their voice like when they're talking to their crew chief and i think they're getting rattled because like you said for a while now they just did what they wanted to you know they had the best aerodynamics they had the best motors they had and uh ford and chevy has caught them if not surpassed them and you know it's and that's where i'll go back to the chase elliott kyle bush thing you know i'm not gonna say it was intentional but again going back to what you said side drafted and maybe trying to get him even up into the wall to pass him kyle is a great side drafter and i don't know if two years ago he'd have done the same move to chase and actually spun him because i think he'd have known he had the car to get around him but i think what you're seeing there is 
all of a sudden my Toyota's not dominant, so I'm gonna have to get more physical and get into people. But going back though, I have to go back because I forgot my, one of the points in the last truck race. <laughs> that young Zane, I cannot remember his last name. Zane Smith. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at home calling him in Zane, and I was hoping somebody would hear me because that would be great for him. He was not scared of Kyle Busch. If you watch one of the last restarts, he went to the bottom of the racetrack and went right to Chase or uh, Kyle's door and passed Kyle. And this kid that's 20 years yeah. old and it wasn't worried at all that that was Kyle Busch who was racing like that. And I, that's one cat that I hope gets a few nods because – he impressed me like crazy in that truck race he was driving a little bit for dale jr and xfinity i don't know who he's i don't watch the truck race i haven't seen really anything of it i don't know who he's driving for but i know it i think last year he did race a couple races for jr so yeah that's we can go come back now i just i wanted to give a shout out to because he impressed me in the truck Mm -hmm. race and I just want to go back real quick because I just remembered something. But you just said that uh, Kurt Busch wasn't the toughest guy. He was married to like a worldwide assassin. I mean, don't you remember? All- he, didn't, he didn't know that. <laughs> he, he didn't know. That's why he he ain't the toughest. He had her. <laughs> just had to bring up yeah, that memory. Yeah. yeah. Right. I wonder how she's like in federal prison. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm like I no. Yeah all right Uh, we're better off to move on we are because (laughs) it was not gonna go well so instead of food tonight what i have is this cool company which uh we're gonna be a brand ambassador for so it's called pod decks and it's actually a deck of cards that comes with interview questions topics but these are would you rather decks Hmm. uh so check out poddecks.com we play that all the time um yep uh (laughs) So tonight I'm going to pull you two would you rather scenarios and we're going to see where you guys end up here. So I've just been shuffling. I don't even know what the question is going to be. So the first one is, would you rather be able to erase people's memory or predict the future? I'll let you go first on the first one. I'll go first on the second one. I'd like to predict the future. Why? so i could kind of be aware of what's getting ready to happen maybe you know i don't know i just see i was going straight to the powerball numbers well yeah i'll be a professional <laughs> gambler and i'm gonna be damn good yeah i don't want I, i'm gonna would rather erase people's memory because if i could predict the future and there was something bad coming at me then you're full of dread yeah so i just do not know that and it's a valid point just live life daily so mm-hmm. but erasing people's memories if you want to right some wrongs and you maybe get a second chance with people, if you could erase that memory, then, you know, maybe you can get a fresh start. So that is a good point with the Powerball, though. I mean, you could buy an island somewhere and die the next day. Yeah, that's true. It it make your, you know, the whole idea of police work a lot tougher if I could erase people's memories, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I yeah. would wait until the entire you know tr- or the trial was getting ready to be set before i'd erase it i'd let the detectives do all the work and know they've got a nailed case and but, then, but if you erase our memories in we still have our reports to go back to well i can erase a hard drive too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've thought about this if you don't even remember <laughs> if you don't even remember typing the report that fans <laughs> is a criminal mind right there <laughs> see you on one of them shows here before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 
maybe. <laughs> Tonight right. on 48 Hours, we investigate yeah. Dustin Roller, Crothersville, yeah. Indiana. Dateline NBC. <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> oh my. This, this one, I ain't going to say it. <laughs> this one's bad. And I, I don't even know which one I could say, but would you rather <laughs> blow up 100 balloons or lick 500 envelopes? Oh my. That's bad. I would. Is there a time period? It does not say that. I'd probably have to go with the balloons because you know you're going to paper cut on the tongue with them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but why blow up a hundred? What's the point in blowing up a hundred balloons? Maybe the your point grandma- is it's a would you rather question, Nathan. <laughs> Maybe your grandma's turning hundred. Well, you yeah. are. When you predicted the future, you realized I need to change some things so I can get to be 100. I'll take the balloons because, like I said, paper cut on the tongue. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we blowing up 100 balloons? That's Nathan's answer. That's a pretty good question, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, they never done anything to use, so I mean. No, not. <laughs> not blowing them up to hold air, not explode. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, you didn't specify. Would you rather inflate 100 there balloons <laughs> or lick? Because I was thinking blowing up is in boom. <laughs> Why would you do that? They didn't do anything to you. <laughs> Brownstown Education. Yep. Class of 2010. <laughs> <laughs> My question was going to be, why would you lick 500 envelopes? <laughs> Hashtag, what have they done to you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> we have to apologize. We're just in our hey. lives, but I can't help it. I've been in quarantine for almost a week, so I... <laughs> Why would you blow up 100 balloons? What have they done to you? Okay. And me and Dustin got it at the exact same time. He's wrong. Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm I'm dumb. That's okay. That is a highlight reel right there. That is. Yeah, mark that one up. What have they done to you? (laughs) T shirts. And on the back, on the front, it says, what have they done to you? And then, boom. <laughs> New from Thirsty Goat. <laughs> we, needed a, we needed a response just, for the Darf Show. We have it now. I just see it as, I see it with all the Kyle Bush stuff. It's like a little kid holding 100 balloons and Kyle Bush just being over there, blowing them up. <laughs> Oh, that was oh, awesome, man. You made wow. my freaking week with that. Oh. Wow. Yeah, okay. Um, we have nothing else to add. <laughs> no, on that note, we're 55 minutes. And uh, let me let me throw this out here. Last question before we go. We have not turned on the Charlotte race, um, unless Nathan's been checking his phone. It, it, it went off all night, so he yeah. knows exactly who's leading right now. So we can't pick well, nothing. Well, about 15 minutes ago. I we, we can't pick anything because he's got... Well, little, we're not going to do it for a bet. But who wins tonight? The momentum almost to Elliot. Alex Bowman. Ooh. 
It must be who's leading. No, no, not that I know of. No, seriously, I don't. I'll take Happy Harvick. He's I, coming. I know who led lap one. That's all I know. Who was it? There Go was, ahead. Go ahead. There was a wreck on the first lap, so. You're gone. You're down in, in, in Two in back league. marker guys. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> he crashed in the pit wall pulling out. <laughs> Bubba Wallace in the fence. <laughs> I think their tires blew up. A <laughs> hundred tires. <laughs> What'd they ever do to us? And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we need to get a hold of Clint Boyer and tell him next time a tire blows out on him. That's what he say. I don't know what I did to that tire for it to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Good night. <laughs> we appreciate you joining us. We'll be back next week with the Darf Show again. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> We'll talk about two races. We'll talk about tonight's yeah. race and Sunday's yeah. race. So. Public service announcement, though. Be nice to your balloons. You never know what they're going through. Um, yeah. Always be thinking. I don't even know what else to say. See ya. Oh, my God.